hello there and welcome to gentlemen's lounge so this is our second episode and real quick we want to thank everyone who stopped by and checked out the first episode we hit like 75 views um at least when we're recording this and that was our goal for the first one so yeah thank you guys a lot for that yeah totally um, but today we are bringing on our first guest, actually, and uh, his name is Tristan. I'd let him introduce himself. Yo, uh, yeah, my name's Tristan. Uh, I guess yeah, I've been I've been buddies with Alec and Down for a little bit now, so kind of hyped. <laughs> I'm actually really hyped to be on the fr- like first guest on the podcast. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I go to I go to Western Washington. Uh, university and i guess i would say like i'm very similar in terms of like political standings i mean i have a very like moderate idea on things but yeah i i definitely do kind of lean towards like like a liberal sense um yeah what i mean what else yeah i mean that's that's it that's a good that's a good dog i got yeah i do got a dog cute little corgi yeah sucks sometimes though and then i'm getting a cat and naming it mr Miyagi. So that's gonna be super sweet. Michael for short though. Michael Miyagi. <laughs> Michael Miyagi. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yep. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, that's Tristan. So yeah, we Sorry. we met in uh, high school. I think Dallin actually met him before I did because cross country. Yeah, cross country. that's right. You ran freshman year. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, that's right because I remember because you and Dylan were like tight. Yeah. And I remember walking up to you guys, and I remember Dylan saying later, "Yeah, dude, when you walked up and you shook our hands, like at least me, like I remember thinking you were like a." I thought you were a frat dude. Total, you look, total yeah, d bag. You look like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure. over here just like smiling. Everyone's my friend. I don't even. I don't even remember how we met. I feel like I, I feel like I met you. Oh, I remember how I met you. Uh, the first interaction you really had was when. I was <laughs> I was in a relationship with someone, and every time we would kiss, you just make eye contact with me and just give me a thumbs up. That's how we met. Yep, yep. Dang, it was, it was on the way to history class every day. What? <laughs> yep, yep. And then Classic after that, Alec we got, had like the lunch boy group, and then yeah, then we boys, made the boys boys, boys at lunch. lunch. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, so basically, if you guys missed our first episode, the way that it works is we'll invite a guest on. And then we sort of talk to them, and we want to get a topic that they're passionate about so that they can talk about that, you know. And then Dal and I will research, they'll research, and we sort of all bring it in. But uh, Tristan actually wanted to talk about music and how it affects politics, or how politics affects music in either way, you know, to be honest. Just music and politics, because, yeah, he's into music quite a bit. Just how they relate. Yeah. yeah. And I'm... I'm excited for this because I know you're passionate about me. I feel like we're all sort of passionate about music. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I feel like music is a keystone. I feel like it's always something that you think about. I mean, we're always... I mean, you're getting a tattoo from a song, so right. I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Music is... not. It's, like, fun to partake, but it's also fun, like, especially you, because you produce a little. Yeah, I've been getting into it a lot. Dude. Yeah, because, I, I mean... I, I definitely used to dabble in it, and I always kind of wanted to get into it. But then, like, I want to say, like, a, a, a year and a half ago, I just, like, decided to say send it, and then just bought, like, a music program, and then I've just been, like, working on it, just doing my own thing. So, yeah, that's been pretty cool. I feel like almost everyone I know is, like, getting into – maybe it's just, like, the corona thing because everyone's got spare yeah. time now, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, like, everyone's yeah. just really getting into the – because, you know, my brother, too, he's, he's making some fire – yeah. Some fire threads and not threads, loops is what loops, I was looking loops. for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's easy to start out and just make like super simple stuff and like it's and it's fun too, because I mean you get to experiment and like kinda like grasp on like the whole process that these big time artists kinda go through to make like these crazy platinum records and stuff, so it's cool. You'll get up there one day. Uh, nah, I believe it. Nah, I'm producing be... for John Bellion, Snoop Dogg, and <laughs> John, yeah, Snoop Dogg, all, all the big boys. Little pump. I mean, <laughs> okay, well, like obviously, when it comes to politics, okay. Hey, okay, what's the first song you think of when it comes to politics and music? We didn't start the fire. Really? Yeah. That's the first one. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it covers like every big name out there. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Uh, for me, so when I was kind of thinking of this topic, uh, the kind of first thing I talked of, 
thought about was like nwa i mean yeah okay because i mean they were already at the time like them like rapping was already kind of a controversial thing and like especially in like the town they lived in and so i guess (laughs) mind my swearing but yeah like fuck the police like that was probably one of their like highly like looked down upon songs because it was their opinions like being like black americans and on the police system and like just like the kind of just like crappy stuff that they had to live through and so so when i thought about like music on politics i just thought uh kind of people's opinions on it and the situations and lives that they live in so like that those that group of band kind of like significantly stood out to me because uh, I feel like they kind of like paved the path for people to openly talk about like politics and just different issues that the U.S. faces and stuff. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, so the the when I when I thought about the first song, instantly, this is America. Oh yeah. For oh yeah. Sure. That's sure. That's you know. Yeah. For sure. That's instantly what I thought of because Dang. not only it was like super. It was big when it came out what two years ago one year ago one year ago was it one year ago? I, it was it was longer than a year ago yeah we were in senior it's, it's, we were senior year like the start of senior year yeah because we really? we we watched the video during um african-american literature and we and we was, analyzed that it was two years ago so that would be two years ago yeah. that's crazy time is that's flying. weird yeah so so two years ago then i guess but easily and like <clears throat> then it was sort of like a you know it, it was a big deal because it's like People are getting shot, you know, there's... It's a very graphic experience. Very graphic. But I think even especially now, it stands out crazy. It's like he predicted the future, like, even more of, like, how it was going to get affected. Seriously. Well, I think it's interesting because I've seen the music video a couple times. For those of you who have not seen it, I recommend checking it out because it's, like, on your tripping on lsd or something but like the whole time it's an experience it's, it's, it's an different experience, it but... blows your mind like, it's crazy because i feel like it sort of shows that there's a lot that goes on that people just sort of like go over their head yeah because yeah. like there's a, there's a distraction you know he's like moving around the whole time and he's sort of the focus but like you can lose sight of what's going on in the background and that's like actually what you should be paying attention to because like yeah. some of it like you pay attention to it and you're like whoa what the freak dude yeah like i think there's one point where like I don't know. I watched a weird conspiracy theory video on this music <laughs> video. And like at one point, I can't remember. Oh, it's been so long. But there was a, a white horse that rode through or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was supposed to represent one of the, the four. The four horsemen. Or the one of the four right? horsemen, yeah. It was like, uh, was it like pestilence or something like that. Something, something like something, that. Yeah. Which like Corona is pestilence. Oh, predicted. Scary. Also, kind of to, like add on to that. I think... I think like the idea of like censorship and like I always what oh 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 gotcha talk louder (laughs) (laughs) censorship uh yeah so like yeah the idea of censorship um because yeah (laughs) uh I feel like his I I know because I remember I've watched like a lot of interviews on it and I know he got called into a lot of interviews because I mean like yeah it was like one of, it's a very prominent video like it was an experience and i feel like his attack was just like the idea of media and it's like like their blind eye to the things that happen and so mm-hmm. i think it, it was kind of like a frontline attack on that kind of idea and i think a lot of people took that into account and kind of like really started to think about things and whatnot so yeah right i mean yeah i yeah the media it really will focus on one thing like there's so much you know they'll they'll really just focus on the bad things for sure so true they just focus on the bad things because it gets people to tune in they're like oh this is happening in the world this is horrible breaking news yeah like breaking news type stuff like that's what they they portray on the news well because think about it like bad news is drama and who doesn't like hearing the tea right you know <laughs> everyone wants to be in the loop everyone wants to know what's going on especially if it's terrible because yeah. terrible is exciting if everything's peachy it's smooth sailing it's boring it's, it's boring people don't tune in i mean yeah. so, so not only that but there was um so like this is, i heard this there was like some sort of meeting between all of the senators before 
like COVID hit, I think it was in like January, I believe. Interesting. So they had a meeting um, and they all decided to sell their stocks because they knew the economy was going to drop, but they didn't tell anyone. It was a closed door meeting, didn't tell anyone, news didn't cover it, nothing until after the fact because everyone was sort of like, COVID's going to happen. What, like, what do we need to do? And the senators are out here selling their stocks. Isn't that technically insider trading? But well, it's not. That sounds exactly like what happened in 1929, right before the stock market. That's why the stock market crashed, crashed because all the people that owned all of the stocks Just decided to pull them all out at the same time, mm-hmm. and, and the so stocks dropped in price. Drops. So everyone went negative overnight. Yeah. I mean, that could. I mean, that could honestly explain like some things. Because I. I mean. That was, I mean, in comparison to, like, how many people nowadays are, like, invested into stocks. Like, yeah, like that, like that closed-door meeting, like, that, that's a significant drop. I mean, you're looking at, like, people that have, what, how much money, like, yeah, just pulling stocked out. up, like, in their back pockets. Oh, yeah. And then when they drop, pull that out, you also got to think about all the people that may not be politicians whatnot but like just people in general like your normal joe schmo that like your also average, has a bunch of money average citizen yeah. and they yeah. like they look at the situation if like if they think like these guys like you know what i mean like i don't know i mean i was talking to alec in the car about it but like the or i mean i guess you're in the car too but like the idea of just like history repeating itself and like yeah i feel like in this past year like the idea of 2020 it's 1920 it's literally <laughs> it's yeah it's just it's just like seeing a lot of similar things just on a greater scale and in like a society where people aren't used to this kind of thing i mean we've lived so long in like an i like a place that's kind of like yeah like it's fine yeah but it's also not 2012 anymore right. so yeah we've gotten used to the good news so yeah. now that there's a crap ton of bad news everyone's like why does this year why suck so happen? much yeah like a but like, lot but like i think i said this in the last podcast too there's an article out there floating around somewhere that talks about what it would be like to be born in 1900 and like you'd experience two world wars spanish flu which killed 50 million people like 2020 has not been a great year granted but also like we have not seen the economy extreme like like extreme. like full-on trip over itself like it did in 1920 it's not yet so anyways cool. let's no. not hope yet let's just i mean but, it's not looking great yeah. but well what i i think is funny about that is like trump was he was like sort of bragging he was like the the stock price and like the stock market's like the highest it's ever been the dow is so good and then COVID hit because it, it was just too. That's the it was it was see so after Obama like it was already on an upward right after the 2008 it just went up you know it kept going up and then Trump took over it and went up again kept going up and then he was like oh this is the this is the highest it's ever been and then boom it dropped I just thought it was like super funny that he was like it's it. it just like hits the fan like right when you think things are good it kind of just snuck up on us I feel like isn't that how life works though Oh, it totally does. Right when you think you're chilling, like there have been times in my life where I'm like, dang, it could not get better than this all of a sudden. And then, whether it's car crash or, yeah, right. I do that all the time with my ego. I'm like, I I need (laughs) someone to shut down my ego right now because I'm doing way too good because you are. I'm in a, I'm in a crash really hard. Yeah. It's careful what you wish for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You don't want to crash too hard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess we can pull it back. I guess okay. I had an idea. Like, I also want to talk about so TikTok. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean TikTok nowadays. I feel like is like super super prominent in like so everything. I mean, we're talking about like Trump trying to ban it again. I'm pretty sure he already like set up like an executive order on so, it. Well, you know what's interesting about TikTok? Because I was talking to a coworker, and they are from India. And so they talked a lot about how, like, this is secondhand information. I don't know if this is true, but it was interesting to get someone else's perspective on it that's not from the United States, you know. And they were talking about how a lot of, and maybe if we have any listeners from India out there, correct me and (laughs) let let us know what it's actually like over there. I've never been to India, but they were talking about how they were trying to get the rating on TikTok down to one star on the Google Play Store because... Supposedly there were some TikToks that were controversial and mm. they were making fun of the, in, the Indian accent or something along the lines of that. And like, I guess it's, it's, I mean, it's an open slate. I mean, it really true. just leaves you up to like 
the policies can block only so many videos, you know? It's true. I mean, yeah. but I guess TikTok was just getting a bunch of hate over dang. Is, across the pond. Isn't it in India, like, TikTok's, like, banned, right? I think they might have banned it. Like, I think... I think it's been a while now, almost like a month since they did yeah, that, right? I, sure. I think, I th- I'm pretty sure it's banned, but not because of the same reason that Trump's banning it. By oh, the way, yeah. I did air quotation marks right there for the <laughs> reason um, why. Because let me, let me, well, let me just talk about this. So, <laughs> let's hear it, let's hear so TikTok, right, is a Chinese company, okay? Mm-hmm. Trump was like, they can, they can spy on us. They can get like data. They're like data mining, whatever. They're data mining people's information through that now that may be true however china doesn't care about 19 year olds and their information i promise you they do not care they you know maybe if there's like some big celebrity maybe they are more interested in that i don't even know if data mining is real or not but i think the real reason why he's banning it is because of what happened in tulsa Mm, when like the online like like they're like buying all the tickets they would they would request like they would buy tickets to his rallies like there was in tulsa there was supposed to be like over a million people it was like a big football stadium and fifty thousand people showed up yeah i remember seeing all the videos on it too yeah it was just i just it there was like a tag i think it was just like i don't even know what it is uh i don't remember the tag but like I mean, in, like, the TikTok, like, whole, like, ecosystem, like, all the little, like, tags, all the hashtags, kind of, like, it, it separates, like, videos into, like, their own categories, right? And it kind of promotes something that you're looking for. But, like, I, I remember seeing the video on it, like, a video on it, and they're just like, hey, like, this is, like, I don't know, it's like, this is our attack from home, and they would buy, like, crap load of tickets, and yeah. then just not show up. And then, yeah, that was, yeah. Dang, so, so I'm ignorant. I'm not on TikTok. So okay. <laughs> explain to me what the scenario is here, because all I, what I've gathered is that he had a rally at Tulsa mm-hmm. and it failed. So yeah, it it just failed, and he got angry about it. I'm pretty sure he tweeted about it, um, as he does. But I, yeah, he just I think that's the reason why he's been he's tried banning it twice now, or he's mentioned banning time, it like three times. Yeah, because first time I think was just kind of like a threat, and yeah. then. The second time he physically tried to, but Microsoft bought it. Mm. So like, I mean, big it, corporation buying yeah. like. So now I think, I mean, like I they're, said, they're still thinking about banning it though, because I think I, Microsoft bought it, but the Chinese company still runs it. Still runs it. So that's so weird that Ch- a Chinese company runs mm-hmm. TikTok. There's like over there's, seventy million Americans on it too. There's a yeah, lot. Like, I'm saying. like I'm saying if. I guarantee if Trump bans TikTok, dude, the 18 year olds that are on TikTok are going to vote against him. Like, they will get it. I mean, that's a big population. So Maybe funny. people, like, will actually vote. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it's get just. Them out there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, like, I guess that idea, though, like, the power of just, like, uh, like, at the end of the day, it is just a simple, like, social media app. I yeah. mean, it's nothing different than Instagram, right? And, yeah. like, stuff like that. So the fact that, like, crazy like like a big movement like that like a collective you know participation in something like this great is kind of insane it's it, it'll be a big deal if it it's gets insane. banned and the 18 year olds actually vote because that's like power of the people right there it's a that's population. like what democracy is supposed to be is the power um, of the people well and like i'll like throw in my two cents yes, you know yes. like i'm not i'm not on tiktok <laughs> and i'm also not 100 percent against the big man who where's the power had in this country like i'm not necessarily for trump but i'm really not against him but like at the end of the day like i i hate cancel culture mm, i hate cancel it cultures. no matter who you are and i don't like i don't like the idea of any politician whoever you are stepping in and trying to especially if a platform is owned by a private business like microsoft they have the rights to it and everything and if you know, like, this is a free country. We have the right to, this sounds bad, but we have the right to talk bad about whoever we want. That's, I mean, it's true. <clears throat> and so, obviously, someone's feelings are going to get hurt because this is the <laughs> day and age where the internet exists yeah. and yeah. everyone's opinions are amplified probably more than they should be. <laughs> but it's a price you have to pay. Yeah. 
And so I think that the government should not be at all over this, no matter who is whose administration it is. So Trump, lay off. Well, and let me just let me just speak on that data mining thing because I I really learned that term. I took a, a politics class uh, my first year at Eastern, hmm. um, and he talked about like a situation for data mining where the the college it's like some college in Florida. Um, and they sold students' information to health insurance companies. Oh, and then, boy. like, the, the health insurance would, like, raise their rates based off of what they were eating. That's awful. Off of what they were eating, dude. And that's, it's like, I would rather have China data mine my information and do nothing with it than America data mining oh. it and selling it to private companies. That's, like, they sell it. I feel like that's the true question, though. If China really is data mining, that you don't put that effort in for nothing. That is also there, true. There's an, ins- true. there's an incentive. True. Who knows what that might be because we don't, I don't know, I don't know much about the Chinese Communist Party, but I, I know <laughs> that they're, they're, I don't know, I, I hope they're not listening, but I know that their general regard for the average human life is not high <laughs> because there's lots of them and we're indisposable as average citizens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they would really do with. It. I don't know. Uh, you know, no one really knows if they are data mining. That's, that's just something true. Trump's pulling out of his ass. Mm-hmm. But it's all. It's I don't know. Hypothetical. I'm a very like, like, like a big believer in like fact checking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I will, will always like. I get interested in like rumors or ideas or just like things that people kind of just like take out of nowhere and be like, like the whole data mining thing, like we've had we haven't had like any like confirmed like like yes on that idea but like it's also kind of interesting because say there were say they weren't but like i don't know like that whole idea of them possibly like i don't know it's just like an idea that's interesting yeah. to like tap into and think like, about like conspiracy theories yeah They're like, super it's interesting. yeah it's like it's, it's like real world conspiracy theories you know yeah. it's not like like weird like yeah stuff. <laughs> see like you said though like fact checking is super important you know because in a day and age where it's a a lot of people are ignorant on most things and i'll i'll own up to being ignorant i should do more research than i do but i think that's the hard part is when it's a conspiracy you can't really fact check a conspiracy because yeah, it's, it's a conspiracy hard. yeah you don't it's a have theory. like yeah you're either for or against you know mm-hmm. Unless it's the flat Earth, that's not a conspiracy. <laughs> the Earth is round. Earth is round. Earth is round. We if you think it's it. flat, I don't Go know. To space. I don't know what to tell you. No. no, but uh, same with that fact checking thing. Like, saying talking about people that are like ignorant and whatnot. And since we are still technically on the TikTok idea, so I mean, I'm sure I know Alec knows about it. I mean, you're not on TikTok, but um, on TikTok. the uh song red kingdom (laughs) by tech nine and it's like and it's it's like the uh it's like the republican like supporters and like really like strong republican like party they're using this song by tech nine called red kingdom which was originally made for like i forgot what team the kansas city kansas yeah kansas city chiefs and since it says red and red kingdom these people are associating it with the republican party and it's just funny to me because like it's they're like chanting to it they're like repping all their trump flags and their american flags and whatnot but they're like totally like batting an eye to the idea that the person that like wrote the song is a very like like anti-police anti-trump like like basically the polar opposite and the song is just like nothing towards what they're trying to like push and whatnot yeah and so it's just kind of like there's like this common trend of like both sides of a party like battling it out on tiktok with their with their trends and whatnot i like, I like how this battle is happening on tiktok, on which, TikTok. Is literally like, which is crazy to think about it's a, it's i also see it like, a lot yeah it's it's i don't know it's it's a trending like idea and it's just because i don't know like tiktok i feel like it really blew up i left for canada back in november i was gone for five months <laughs> i did not have any sort of social media for a long time yeah. and i still really don't i haven't come back to social media since like last november and so like it blew up while i was not on the internet hardly at all so coming back and like hearing like tiktok this tiktok that yeah it's just like when i left it was it was meme it was meme yeah i mean tiktok's like the new vine like i think it's better than vine i think it's cooler than vine i feel like it's just a lot more creative and like i mean besides like a big 
obvious like political parts like there's a lot of really cool creative stuff on there like i mean we are tech like music you know music like people use like that platform to promote like their creations like yeah. music and like tiktok's very open to user created sounds like the whole idea of tiktok is sounds and so like people creating like these hype house <laughs> like trending sounds for these like content creators to like just dance to do whatever to and i don't know it's just a very open slate so well, what's crazy is how powerful it is because if you listen to like any pop station radio and then you go on tiktok you will hear the same exact songs mm -hmm. like the exact same songs nothing is different like it's crazy how much power tiktok genuinely has yes. tiktok can make songs popular too yes yeah. they I mean, that's what they do yeah, that's what it crazy. does that's i mean there's insane. this one guy i used to watch and i remember seeing him like four months back and i just constantly see his like videos on my main feed of him just like promoting his song just like dancing to it and then today i go on youtube and he has a genius interview like for his song because it blew up on records and like it's just crazy to me like how just you like just posting videos of do you dance into your song or whoever's song and it just it blows up and people just like like listen to it it's just really yeah. cool i don't know Maybe maybe I need to get a TikTok. It's great. It's great. I love it. There's so much funny stuff on it. There's so much potential to just like lose three hours of my day though. Yep. Just about very easy. <laughs> just very, about. very easy. I mean, it's just weird. Like just thinking about like how music like how listening to music has like changed. Like it went from going to live to vinyl to C D. Yeah, we're we're going in reverse. I mean, old school stuff's coming back for sure. Like just finals. Just waiting. Just waiting for the tape deck to come back. I would be down deck. for a tape deck. <laughs> a Walkman. Oh yeah. yeah. A Walkman. Boombox. Stand outside a girl's house with a boombox <laughs> again. Rock. Whole nine yards. I'm upset. I never got to try that. Maybe I should. You, you, you could bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Don't stop. Yeah. I might film myself on TikTok and get it trending, and then boom, hey, people are doing it. You're right there. Boom, box. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag, bro. Yeah. And, well, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's more of. I'm trying to think when it comes to like politics affecting music or music affecting politics. I'm really trying to think which one actually like affects the other more. Well, see, I. I was thinking about this a lot today and I was just thinking about I was trying to think from the very beginning like when because music is a, it's a, you know largely a form of expression and maybe you can chime in because you're sort of you know angling at the producer level when it comes to music I was listening to an interview I can't remember who it was but he <clears throat> he's a, a pop star from Ireland or something he was describing why he began creating music and he he had an interesting take on it he said i create music i create the type of music that i wish someone else would create interesting so maybe as a, as a producer like what are your well, thoughts on that statement i think well okay so so for me so i personally like like creating music and creating music that's kind of different like i do make a lot of like similar style stuff like i mean <laughs> we, like you make songs that are like the soundcloud sound you know what i mean or you'll create like r&b soul and like having a specific sound is something that's common but i think what kind of like add to that is when you make music you don't want to like generally you don't want to make something that someone else has made correct and so so if you like go into it with that idea and i think i like i like that guy's idea about that because if you go in with the idea of not like creating something that someone hasn't done before hasn't listened to or something that you would want to listen to it's right it's you're creating something personal and i think that idea like i said idea like seven times right <laughs> <laughs> my vocabulary is low um I mean, I think a big part of it is like influence too, right? True. So like the influence of others. So, I mean, I listen. Uh, there's this one artist I listen to. His name is Toro Waimoi. He makes very like synthwave music, and I just really like that sound. And so, 
I what I like to do is take that sound and that idea and put into my own style. You know what I mean? Like create, com combine. I like making like R&B and alternative stuff. But if you take like two different sounds and combine them, like you can create something that's unique and like different. And like doing stuff like that is super, super unique. And that theme kind of transfers over to like, like lyrics and stuff too. Like, and I think that's where that like politics and music kind of connect because taking sound and making your own is one thing but then you can produce that with taking people's words like ideas words <laughs> and <laughs> and stuff that they talk about uh and creating your own lyrics on your opinions and like it's the same like wavelength just different forms you have like sounds you got beats drums pianos and then you have the other side which is words like your words uh and talking about things that relate to may that be politics may that be love like like basically that, how you feel yeah like your feelings yeah and so like connecting it all back together when when artists make music and when artists talk about things like this is america uh i feel like Childish Gambino took things that he was seeing in the real world, taking like uh, things that people were seeing and like what politicians are talking about or maybe not talking about, and he put that into a form for the general public to see. Something that uh, he, like, like that guy said, like making something that he wants to hear, mm -hmm. he made it, I feel like he made it into something that he wanted to see and what he yeah. wanted a viewer from a viewer's perspective to see. Yeah. So and I think that's that's an interesting analysis of the question just because I feel like when you're making something that you wish that someone else would have made because you would have enjoyed to see that mm -hmm. I feel like generally you're not going to be alone like, exactly. like you won't be the only one liking the song exactly, exactly. like there's always going to be someone that I mean you can look at the thousands of people that like rap and like that's a very surface level thing but like what you said there's always going to be someone that's interested in the same things that you're interested in. So yeah, in a world of what almost eight billion people now, yep, there's yep. going to be at least you know at, at least a handful of people out there that want to see what you want to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what what I I did I did like what you were saying, Tristan. It's like yeah, you want to you want to listen. You you create music based on what you like. Like you're not going to go into creating like a classical song if you hate classical. Like it won't end up being good. Right, you know, in this country for me, country exactly. <laughs> ah, well, you're not gonna see me go that, making country. Like, it's country, country, country for me too as well. Yeah, um, sorry, dog. Oh, but like, I I totally get that. It's like, it then it just becomes like a job. It's not exactly. it's not a passion. It's a job. You're just making music because that's what people like. They're like, oh, you had one song blow up. It went platinum. Whatever. Do another Do song exactly like that. Exactly. Exactly like that. Don't change it. And. I don't know. That's what just kind of like. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about this topic because, I mean, there's so, and I'm sure there's songs out there and music that I haven't personally listened to, but have their own voice on the things of today. And so I think that's, I, I don't know. It's important for unique things to come out and just kind of give their four cents on whatever may it be. And I feel like now in 2020, when everyone's kind of locked into their houses and trying or at least attempting to like socially distance like you're left with a lot of time at home and you're left with a lot of time to think about these things and i feel like it's like the prime time to really kind of either step your foot down or create like a new knowledge to kind of like like identify your standing so well yeah because we no longer have all of the same public platforms to express yourself you can't just go out you know on a street corner and try to talk to people about ideas or even hold up a sign saying you know like this is how i feel talk to me you know that's just like a hypothetical it's not a great hypothetical but you can't go in public like you used to and so you have to find unique and, and adverse ways you know a variety of ways to you know which is why the internet is such an awesome engine and tool especially in a year like this where you it's controversial to talk to your neighbor <laughs> because there's a pandemic on our hands. Well, like, so when it when it comes to like 
creating music and stuff like so let's for example use this in america that's like an easy easy it, example yeah, i mean it's a very like uh, open like um, it's, it's very obvious standing of what they want wanted to identify right so what i'm what i'm thinking about and like like i didn't even think about this before we like started filming like parodies because i guarantee that there are parodies to this is america that are completely fighting childish gambino stances and like i like that you know it's it's that person being creative and making their own way but it's not getting the artist's message out it's sort of twisting it into a way that someone else sees you know what i'm saying yeah and like yeah i mean when i think of parodies i think of weird al he's the he's like the goat of parodies or like epic rap battles of history like oh, i think of i think of epic rap battles of yeah, history too that's a good one they they drop political things all the time i'm pretty sure they had like a, a hillary versus trump one before yes, the election did. before yep, the 2016 election yeah they also had what it was like george washington versus abe lincoln or something weird yeah. like that too yeah yeah, it's, it's quite the way to express not only how you feel, like you were saying, like, you know, music, like, I would say, it's safe to bet 80% of the songs out there are about love. Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, all it's, that, it's something that's relatable. It's true, which yeah. is which is why it's a perfect forum to do so, because yeah. you're going to have people listening to it, and the reason why they're going to want to, what the reason why that's going to attract them to, you know, that, that song is because it's going to be relatable, which is another reason mm-hmm. why... I feel like politics is a hot topic because everyone is affected by what's going on, not only in their community, but state level, national level, you know, whatever country you might reside in. Like everyone deals with politics. It's unescapable. Yeah. It's, it's just something that we all deal with. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unescapable, but I feel like it's important and everyone needs to know about it like if you're if you're eligible to vote then i think you need to like pay attention to it because pretty soon it'll start affecting you like not maybe not right as you're 18 maybe a year later like politics are soon like affecting you you know it'll change like taxes it'll change stuff like that like that's things that you guys need to be read up on and make sure you guys pay attention to well and especially if you're asking you know big questions for example like you know am i going to potentially be caring for my own little human beings in like mm-hmm. five to ten years from now too because mm-hmm. policies you vote on now you know for example public education like that's going to affect our kids' lives yeah. and our lives because we're going to be helping them with their homework and sending them off to these institutions on a you know 180 days out of the year like you raise your kids, but the public education system also does a large portion of that. Mm-hmm. Education, I feel like, I don't know, it's a very lacked, a lacking sect in like a lot of people's lives. And I, I mean, you can, I mean, me and Alec were talking about just drivers today and how crappy <laughs> drivers are over here in Spokane. Like, but like, the more you kind of like, if you really dive into it, it's like a matter of who taught you how to drive. It's a matter of like what your parents did to help you drive. Like, did they go with you on your recommended drive? Did they not? Right. And like, it's a very simple like connection, and probably doesn't tie in as well. But that like the idea of education is in everything. Like, you got to learn to do everything. You got to learn to understand everything. And so, if we tie it into politics, if we tie it into whatever, if you're not educated, you're not going to know like how to handle the situation. Right. Which, which sort of in my mind brings me brings it back to like the TikTok thing like and all social media platforms one reason why i'm not on social media is just because i feel like it's really easy to get a part of the picture but not the whole picture which is why i try to avoid social media and you know i'd rather do my own research on something than get a bite-sized portion of an opinionated uh, excuse me opinionated person's take on an event or a person's actions or something along those lines because it's easy to it's easy to twist something even if you were to make a political post it's easy to let your own bias sort of seep in and then because everyone has an agenda whether you're a politician or the average joe schmo everyone has an opinion and everyone whether they like to admit it or not tries to i don't know if impose is the right word but inform other people on how they feel about things well one one positive that I'm actually like thinking about when it comes to like masks and stuff mm-hmm. is 
all it, it affects mass effect everyone like especially at the start of it you know some some states have like opened up like a little bit you know so it's they're not as strict or whatever but i feel like when it comes to like politics kids are learning about it like seventh graders they're like why the f do we have to wear masks and it's like oh because the government's making them do it and then i know that when i worked at maverick you know i wasn't too informed on politics but i like when i worked at maverick i read up on it because i had people coming into my into the store being like this is stupid that we have to wear a mask i'm like actually it's not i'm like actually it's kind of smart because it does reduce the spread you know and especially since this is so new we don't really know about it yet we don't know anything about it it's actually good that we're wearing masks and then they're like well, Inslee can't do that. I'm like, actually, you can. You know, it's like well, he did. He, he, he really did it, did, yeah. and for it, better or for worse. You know, I was like, you can read up on it. It's called an executive order, and I would tell them that, and they get mad at me. But it's like, I'm, You're I just, know, I know my stuff. I'm just doing my job. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean working, being a essential worker. Like, I mean, I work at Safeway, and so. I deal with like that all the time and it's so easy to kind of just get an idea on what people kind of believe in nowadays yeah. just due to the fact of whether they wear a mask or not. Yeah. And like, yes, of course, there will always be the time where you have an actual medical condition that blah, 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 you can't wear a mask, but I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like there's a lot, a good population that just don't do it because of their beliefs. It's like. I think it definitely depends on the area you're in too. Like, definitely state-wise, but I know Washington is very split in half. Like, the west side is very, very liberal for the most part, and then the east side is east side, more conservative. East side definitely leans conservative. Because it's right next to Idaho. That's true. Well, it's more agriculturally based out here as well. We're less yeah. metropolitan. Yeah. Much less. But, yeah, I think it's interesting. Sorry, I feel like my question at the very beginning sort of derailed us because you tried to bring us back on track. You were like, so back to how music affects politics. politics. And I was like, <laughs> no, I actually, I, I well, mean, guess what? Tangents are great. No, they are. They're, they're good. They're great. I mean, tangents are to each other. Yeah. I mean, we went on a spiel about TikTok and all this other stuff. And now we're talking about masks. So made I mean, some, made some connections. I mean, I feel like in 2020, there are plenty of hot topics that connect. hundred percent. It's, it's just, like the know. lightning that had no thunder. Dude, that freaked me out. Aliens. Okay, we were out at like 12. That at, was like 1 in the morning. Okay, we were out at 1 in the morning <laughs> at like Riverfront Park, and we saw like flashes in the sky, but we didn't know where they were coming from, this really. Was, this was last night? Uh, a couple nights ago. A couple nights ago. It was Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Yep. Um, and there were like flashes coming from the, the, the sky. And we were like looking up and we were like, where is that? But we were right next to like the, what is it called? The pavilion? With yeah, like the, the big. The tent with the lights. The tent with the lights. And we were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it must just be one of those lights going out. But then we were driving up past like North Central and we saw the lights illuminate the sky and we're like, okay, there's no way that that's a pavilion. <laughs> and so we, we stopped and waited and we kept seeing the lights. And, and I like told Tristan, I was like, or like he was like, that has to be lightning. And I was like, if it's lightning, where's the thunder? right there was it was silent there was no clouds there was no rain nothing and then we went on top of the south hill and it was lightning but i guess it's called dry lightning i've never seen it in my life that's weird we weren't educated we weren't educated but we we chased the story we researched it boom boom but i still believe it's aliens i think yeah. it's aliens too i'm just waiting for the, the sirens yeah this ufo sign this is this is going to bring us into our conspiracy theory portion of the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, aliens exist. Oh, are you talking? Oh, so aliens exist. Yeah, aliens hundred percent. I mean, how could they? There's so much universe out there. Yeah. I mean, you. We've, it's still expanding. We saw like uh, the navy or whatever. Yeah, saw, like an unidentified object, and they genuinely didn't know what it was. Like NASA said. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've showed like every person that I know that video, and I'm like, how are we not talking about this? Like that was released in July, like it it got it got um sort of leaked a couple years ago, but they came out in July and they're like, oh, COVID. Here's something else, aliens. aliens. This, <laughs> this killer bees. They're like, this did not come from Earth, and everyone's like, 
everyone just ignored it. And I'm like, it d- it didn't come from Earth. Aliens, dude. They literally, what was it traveling at? Like, it was 235-something miles per hour. 200 miles per hour against 80-mile-per-hour wind. Like, it was going against it. Yo. That's crazy. It, and it was, wait, like, flipping. It was, like, a mechanical... No, they they straight up organism. Said, or? No, they no, it was said ship. they don't. They didn't. Yeah, it was they, like something flying, but they just didn't know what. They it didn't was. know what it was. They said we they have no idea it with what like it was. Their Call of Duty UAV things, <laughs> and then just didn't know what it was. Yeah, if you That's if you guys why. if you guys are curious what we're talking about, look up on like YouTube just NASA UFO July uh, something like that. And yeah, it'll it'll it's like a three minute video of like the UFO just flying. It's and they said. Yep, don't know what it is. Not with the government, not with anyone. So, and one of these days we will cover all the conspiracy theories under the sun. Yes, in one of our shows. I'm sure that someone. To. I'm sure that someone's gonna want to talk oh, about that. Definitely. We, we also do a video on that one. <laughs> That'd be cool. The first film one is just a conspiracy theory. We'll do, a, do a slideshow with with pictures at it and everything we'll do it right here do representation, <laughs> representation. obviously you guys can see that but like we'll a, like a like a powerpoint yeah, yeah. we'll have welcome to our powerpoint it'll um, be like bill and i but like a bunch of <laughs> teens and a bunch of whacked out conspiracy a bunch of whacked out conspiracy may or may not be true welcome to our powerpoint on how the moon landing was fake that's a perfect gateway let's start the show that way <laughs> i think that's a great that. one yeah, I think that's that. a great one, man. Do okay. No conspiracy theories, man. Yeah, I could talk about conspiracy day. theories for hours, dude. They're crazy. You and me both. They're good. Bro. Oh my god, they're so good. I so guess, music, <laughs> yeah, music. I guess reining it back in. The original question was how music affects politics and vice versa. And I, I started the thought earlier, and it turned into a tangent on everything under the sun. <laughs> but my my original thought went sort of off the idea. I thought a lot about the Vietnam War and how the 60s and the 70s is infamous for protests and hippies Uh and peace, love, not war. And I feel like that's like that affected like that was the the pop R&B. It was music of the day, you know, of our day. It was like rock. It was like it was mainly like alt rock. And like, I mean, there's I'm sure there was like r&b standings on it yeah. i'm sure i'm just saying like it, it was like the r&b like rap like was it uh, not back in uh, you know f the system type oh yeah, yeah okay. type of rebellious yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah. that's sort okay. of what i'm getting rebellious at. music yeah, yeah okay yeah because the war was being protested everyone was hating on the politics of that day as well because mm-hmm. nothing really changes <laughs> yeah i i yeah. feel like as time goes on music is just gonna have a like a automatic influence i mean i guess influence i guess more or less music's gonna have its own standings on politics rather than influence like i personally i can't really name a time or an exact event where music has physically influenced politics as a whole but i definitely definitely believe that music has given more people a word in politics and more a like the common people or like popular people i mean the songs that get noticed are generally platinum deal artists that people know and so when they give a standing on it that's a good point people will either support it or people will either go against it and then they'll they'll go off from there like they'll use it for maybe promoting like a stand on people's political standings or they'll just use it to just create more hate or cancel culture and all that so see i i feel like i disagree with you personally because when when i think of this i think musicians who talk about politics who bring up politics tupac and like childish like people like them they have balls oh 100 because 100%. The, i feel like the popular people right now don't want to mention it because they could lose half their half their base because the country is split you're right half. You're, you're totally right because totally right. i i just i just think that you know as no matter how great it is i think mainly when it comes to like popular artists it and just musicians, depends on what you want to do what yeah, you want to put out there i think the only real like thing that they spread is to vote i think that's the only real message that i can think of when 
they unless they have like balls you know like there are some artists who will be like yeah america's not good right now yeah like and it, go from there and go and from there people that physically like give their four cents yes like, they will like these are like the people that go out of their way uh to like give their like real facts mm. like a real obvious attack on whatever's going on those are the kind of people that sure i'm 100 percent can guarantee that they love their fans but i feel like they as a whole like are fighting for something that matters more than just their popularity rating on like apple music right and i think that's kind of like those are the people that stand out a lot more and i 100 percent agree with you on that yeah and like when it comes to like the black lives matter protests and Mm -hmm. stuff i remember like the the main coverage like there's coverages everywhere like this person shows up to one this one like they're doing this and you know it's not necessarily for polit like for it's just uh standing their social media some of them were but some of them some of them them, like genuinely like dressed up like disguised themselves and they were they were just there to march with everyone but for sure there were some people stint yeah Yeah. for clout yeah Yeah. i'm definitely not a person for cancel culture but i feel like with the protest i feel like it showed a lot of people's true colors yeah no i remember seeing videos yeah like on every like on every spectrum like whether just normal people that we know from to big time artists like you said who went to these protests i mean i don't know i i mean it's still going on right now like i mean the hype behind it has 100 percent gone down and then i mean to be honest me being (laughs) like for whoever may not know uh i am like a black uh asian american and so like i understand like where everything's going like i i have my obvious personal opinions on everything and personally i support the blm movement Mm. um but yeah just seeing it it shows so many people's true colors it showed like who went there to just take their insta pics and be like blm and then leave and then there's the people personal friends i know who went to these protests to go on like get hit with rubber bullets all this just because they want to fight for something that that matters and i 100 percent support that and i think that these people are just as brave as the artists that go out there to release music that might damage their careers like i mean they're putting themselves right into it yeah. to prove a point and i think even if the hype's gone like the movement isn't and to this day i know there's still riots going on and yeah. i don't think it's going to stop anytime soon so yeah because i know you know at least portland is still a general mm-hmm. hot spot right now portland's yeah. bad it's it's, it's not getting bad. good that's for sure yeah yeah that's interesting that's one take that i have not yet thought about i'm not gonna lie i have not given it a single thought as to who is throwing their support behind the blm movement just for the public image mm-hmm. like that had not crossed my mind for a second I, i've seen it and you can definitely tell when it comes to like people taking it was like the, the ones that were like going for clout were like the ones who would take a pictures at at it you know and then the ones who like really really supported it didn't post anything about being there they had pictures taken of them being there like and they would be posted on like uh like news networks yeah i uh wasn't really in contact with you guys i guess when because i guess we just kind of like started recently talking up again but when the so when the movement kind of happened here in spokane uh i i had i had work but the thing is is like personally i i wanted to give my word and so uh surprise i like at that point i was very i mean i was invested into what was going down and like i personally did go down there and participate and for even just for the few hours that i was there like showing like my um standing on everything it's powerful like i mean being personally down there and seeing the people like all wide ranges of people you have everyone on every spectrum just down there supporting like something that's so significant is it's really eye-opening and so I don't know I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not coming at the viewer to be like hey like go down there right now right. but but um taking it from someone who has personally experienced it and being down there it it's it is very eye-opening and mm-hmm. it, it definitely like 
I don't know. I mean, I was down there, of course. Like, I may, I have only, I haven't experienced as much distribute or dispute uh, as much other people, but I have had my like experiences with, I mean, with cops and just all sorts of different things, racism and all that it in my lifetime and so being down there it, i don't know it, it was cool it felt like i had a word in something right and i think mm. that was i think the most important thing is have actually feeling the ability to have a word in something so big was super cool that's yeah. really awesome yeah. i i wish i could have gone to it but i was yeah i was stuck at work like and i was i was working at maverick so they gave me the crappy schedule mm. um so but i was like uh one of my co-workers like had the live protest on and in my head the entire time I was just like let's just be better than other places let's not break stuff let's not you know let's let's keep it peaceful and then there was like that group from out of like city that came in and yeah. and broke stuff and then it caused like riot right yeah. it wasn't a peaceful well, protest anymore yeah and that's that's sort of what's heartbreaking for me is the part that makes me the most sad is all the ironically all the hate that's been brewed because of these protests because like you think about it like these protests are for racial injustice that is occurring in america mm -hmm. and in turn it's it's turned into this this controversial thing where if you don't march people are going to dislike you if you march people are going to oh, dislike yeah. you and i don't like because like at the end of the day this is how i view it if you have prejudice against someone based on what they look like you're not a good person if you have prejudice against someone based on what their career is, you're not a good person because one, you've probably never talked to this person before. Exactly. You've never taken a glance into their life. You know, you don't know how they were raised. You don't know the struggles that they go through on a daily basis. So whether, whether it's a black American, whether it's a police officer, like both of these people are American citizens. Both of these people have the same rights that you do. Both of these people should be treated with the same amount of respect because at the end of the day, you shouldn't judge them based on what they look like or based on what they do for a living. And so that's sort of why I don't like the fact that they're, when they turn into protests at that point, it's counteractive and it's working in the wrong direction, which is why I, I support fully the freedom of assembly and i loved i loved hearing about how i think they started the protest with a prayer and everything and it was the cops were yeah. marching with the protesters yeah, was, i and then yeah it was, yeah, the, it, was, it, was it was like so yeah it was extremely empowering it sounds powerful. i was i was uh i i the group that was marching in a line with the police officers i wasn't at the very front but i wasn't a part of that like part of the segment and it, it was just crazy like you have like like p like pure peace in that moment mm -hmm. and i don't know it, it was really cool and also to add on to like judging people whether they go to these things or not i i think that that idea of like it, it all connects to cancel culture but if you like the people that actually like got upset with people that didn't march but are are obviously supporting the movement i that also kind of didn't sit with me right cuz I had friends that, of course, like didn't have the ability to go, mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of where the fight also didn't stop. Like, there's always going to be a way to support something from your house. Yeah, and there's so many ways. Something I personally did, and me and my friends did, is like we collectively made like a linked tree thing of all the ways that you can support everything. Like there's like petitions, the petitions, there yeah. was there was signings, there was Venmo, there's like GoFundMe, like all these things, and these are all things that like you were able to do at home, and so. I, I felt like the people who went to protests and whatnot, they're doing their part and we did our part, but that doesn't like stop there. And I think uh, going home and then doing these petitions, like those are ways to support. And there's, it. I, I don't think it diminishes like your standing or your, the significance of what you're doing. Like you're supporting things and like that connects to so much. Like it connects it back to TikTok, like TikTok, blew up with the blm movement like it was everywhere i mean music there was artists that dropped albums and music so like supporting and taking a stand and speaking about these things giving names giving like everything that like just talks about everything that explains what we're going through and so as a movement as a whole it, it's not all entirely being physically at a protest it's 
showing your support and showing like the love and like interest in creating peace within like race uh creating peaceful disputes between politics and everything going on so well i think maybe to play devil's advocate for a second too you know there's always there's always the other side of things where people might be afraid to show up to a protest even if they do support the movement just because you know the past when did this start back in june or march or may excuse me yeah in that time frame june yeah when you know we first saw these protests over in uh, minneapolis and how they progressed into violent i mean violent scenarios and i think like as a pro as a peaceful protester what you want to do is go out and throw your support behind a movement that is preaching peace love not war <laughs> but i think that that's when the sort of when the fear comes in when you start what, seeing like the what if you start seeing the extremisms the, the extremists you know they start to break windows and catch things on fire and you know you sort of think like a peaceful protest should be family friendly in my opinion like you should not have to worry about showing up and holding your kids hands and teaching them to love everyone i feel like that's what it should be about but unfortunately there there's you know prejudice on both sides and not no one is you know it's just i don't know like if i were not to to show up to a protest it would be because i would be afraid that it would eventually turn into a riot i also don't want to be clumped into the group of people that started the riot Mm -hmm. honestly i i feel like when it comes to history i feel like most if not all protests have ended badly like 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 almost always like in fact like i i know that there was there was even a protest in in freaking vietnam of like they like the vietnamese wanted americans out obviously no one wants (laughs) for obvious reasons no one wants americans in their country like occupying trying to you know fight it not a gunpoint no not a gunpoint and the dude lit himself on fire in the street that was mm-hmm. like the the monk. He lit himself on fire in the street, and they devotion. filmed him. And like there was, it's just like it's always turned violent. I don't think there's been genuinely a good peaceful one. Like I think the closest yeah. we got was like MLK protests, I, yeah. but even then they still got violent. Yeah, I feel like also like a good like the ones that get noticed and really like extreme like that and uh but there's a lot of like minimal ones that people don't like to talk about because no, it's not people don't find it exciting like the news the, the news, news. <laughs> yeah right. because because spokane a week after we held our protest here uh there was another protest that was held that was ran by adults and teachers for children to speak and they brought a microphone and, and speakers and it was strictly meant for kids teens and lower like young adults to come and speak about stuff and it was held downtown on riverfront and it was all over facebook and stuff like that and but and it was a really great movement i mean i had family members and stuff that went there um but but people didn't talk about that because it didn't end in a riot or whatever Dude, i didn't even it wasn't that. significant right. and that's the thing it's just like we see the violence and people do need to see that and like i feel like it's important to understand the extent of things right because truth is truth exactly you need to know what's happening but people don't see the peaceful ones and that's why i feel like there's a so many people against these protests it's because they don't see the peaceful ones i know for if, if spokane call it a small t- small city or a big city whatever you want to call it like if spokane has held these peaceful protests i know for a fact that the 49 rest of the states have had their fair share of peaceful protests yeah. and so i don't know i think well, the idea of media just kind of drowns that out yeah which is again it comes back to social media and mainstream media mm-hmm. there's so much negativity around all of it because that's what gets the most clicks the most likes the most subscriptions if they just focused on the good all the time imagine that our world would probably get better <laughs> we don't want that do we we want excitement we want controversy we want division among the american people because that is what pays the bills <laughs> i can't even like watch the news anymore i don't watch it, news anymore. Uh, it's it's just like depressing it it hurts yeah it hurts to watch because it's, it's just like yeah 
So I, I, I mainly just read, and that's how I get my news. Yeah, I feel like it's more it's more effective that way because you can be selective, and you can sort of use your discernment, and you can be like, oh well. You can. I feel like bias is easy to spot. I try to find neutral. I like to look at uh, universities and see what they have to say. Yeah, because pretty... they do studies, and generally it's students, undergrad students, you know, so on and so forth that that do these studies and write these articles and throw in their two cents. But for the most part, they're very neutral and they have a lot of really good things to say. And they're, they're not a they're not doing it for the views. They're not doing it for the money. They're not doing it for the subscriptions because they're not a media outlet. Right. They're they're just putting information out in the ether of the internet. Do what you will with that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's that's really what it comes down to in the year 2020 is getting a hold of good information because it's so easy to be misinformed. Because even, even someone who is trying to be educated and isn't, you know, like they have a general desire to not be ignorant, even when you're, you know, educating yourself, it's still so hard to find good information. Right. At least yeah. that's what I've found. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, hey. Well, hey. I Where are we mean, at right now? We're at an hour and six, so that, oh, I mean, I think we should cover our rapping thoughts on music and politics, and then we can, we can call it good. I feel like we could almost, I know, I know we talked about music and politics, but I feel like we can almost group it in as just like user-created content. And <laughs> I mean, it's all yeah. user-created. Yeah, just like using your... I mean, at like we, of course, like talked about music and politics. I feel like that was our central theme, but... Yeah. It doesn't stop at music. It's just yeah. talents, yeah, and abilities in general. Yeah. No matter, no matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're artistic or whether you, good words, whatever the heck you're good at, get the word out there. Yeah. Educate use it. Use it for good. good. Use it for good. That's kind of what we're doing here. You know? Uncle Ben once once said something. Said, <laughs> if all you true fans out there are, know what I'm about to say. <clears throat> Great power comes great with great responsibility. Absolutely. Spider-Man's the best. <laughs> Absolute best. Thank you, Sony. Thank you, Sony, for letting er, uh, Marvel get rights to Spider-Man. Do appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good way to end it, though. Like, Come user back. user creation. Do what you want. You know, if it's important to you, talk about it. And be responsible. Know that people are watching. Yeah. Well, booyah. Tristan, where can, where can people find you at on Instagram? What's your uh, My tag, my main account is tw.bear, uh, all lowercase. Um, that link I was talking about earlier is still in my bio, so feel free to check it out. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me come on. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. thank you for having us. Yeah, if you, if you guys enjoyed Tristan, if you want to see what he looks like because we're not filming yet, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's up to you guys. You guys can go over to his Instagram. Uh, if you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description. But if you're on Spotify or Apple Music, it's at tw.bear on Instagram. Yep, go, and, go and give him a follow. Let, yes, him, yes. let him know. I'm sure he'll be open to having conversations with 100%, you guys. 100%. Yes. yes, well, this cool. has been the Gentleman's Lounge. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. Peace out.